Hey everyone, welcome to the Nerd Out episode 10. Yay. Woohoo! I'm Lisa. Hello, this is Ritzy. <laughs> We're girls and we are here to nerd out with you. You can find us online if you haven't already. Um, you can email us at thenerdout at gmail. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter, The Nerd Out. And you can find us on our website, www.thenerdout.com, which also has cool show notes, pictures, uh, the secret to life, lots of good stuff on there, folks. So you might want to check it out. I think that we should jump right into it and talk about the awesome weekend that we, and especially you, are going to have. The weekend ahead, kids. Mm-hmm. It's a little something called Designer Con. Yay. Which Ritzy turned me on to, and she's going to be there, so why don't you tell the class about that? Well, hello, class. And, um, yeah, Designer Con, it started in 2006, I believe. It was called um, VTN, Vinyl Toy Network. It has grown, and now it's uh, Designer Con. It's been designed for the past couple of years. And it's at the Pasadena Convention Center. This is the first time it's going to be in a lot, one of the larger buildings. Like how big? How big are we talking? How many people? A grip? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you're all quite a few. The, I don't know the number. Well, your booth number 329. 329. So there must be at least 329 booths there. That's pretty big. Yeah, it, it's pretty big. Um, it's like, it's going to be way bigger than the area, the toy art area uh, at San Diego Comic-Con. Okay, but it's sort of like an overgrown version of that. Yeah, definitely. It's a one-stop shop for it. And there's going to be live painting uh, by all the different artists that are in town um, on a stage. There's going to be um, Dr. Sketchies. Um, there's going to be a lot of different What's releases. What's Dr. Sketchies? Dr. Sketchies is where um, they do them all around L.A. And like I think you pay, I don't know, 30 bucks or I don't know what it is. And then they have, like, these amazing models, and everyone just draws them. So they'll be there. They're kind of, mm-hmm. like, kind of maybe gothy or something like that along those lines. And, Down with the goths. And uh, <laughs> they will be there. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's a place where you can get um, some, like, exclusive releases on some figures, comics, prints, um, all different types of things like that. Um, it's this Saturday, November 5th, from 10 to 5 and um it's gonna be good times and i yeah definitely i will be at the you heard show booth with my other co-host from my other podcast we'll be selling our wares and um you know come on by if you want to leave a drop (laughs) right and uh i would like to do a drop for your heard show that would be amazing okay appreciate the support yeah totally Um, I will be there post brunch and I'm excited because it will be a chance for me to do a little bit of holiday shopping. Yeah. You can get a grip done. Mm -hmm. Um, especially, uh, although it's kind of cheating because I'm here right now, (laughs) but Ritzy has some awesome shit that she's selling. So you you might be able to also find them on her website. Yeah. After this, I just, this first, um, first time that I've done a re-screen print of my urban tea towels. Um, so there will be, if there are any available afterwards, I'll have them online. They're amazing. Thank you. Yes, you're welcome. Um, so yeah, it's five bucks. If you buy your tickets online, designercon.com, um, and seven bucks, um, at the door and it's family friendly kids. Oh, so there won't be the scantily clad. There will be that probably too, but you know, (laughs) kids in the mix. (laughs) I will never forget the um, over-the-hill Playboy bunnies at Comic-Con. Oh, they were like... Just random. <laughs> two ladies of 
you know, and sadly, I can't even say of a certain age because a certain age they were was like had to have been like early thirties or something. Although they yeah. looked pretty, they looked a little rough. Yeah, like work done, but still looks super rough. Yeah, and I was like, we, we were kind of like, what an interesting booth to have at Comic Con, and part of us was sad and, and felt yearning for their lost youth, and part of us was also like, meh. Not a bad gig. Probably, you know, charge nerds 10 bucks to, like, let them touch your boobs. Yeah. It was just, it was just random because it's, like, you know, illustrator, illustrator, <laughs> illustrator. And then they're, like, at the end, it was just, like, they're just sitting Two there. Two Playboy bunnies. Yeah. <laughs> With their, like, picture of the best time of their entire life behind them. Totally. Huge banner. A little bit of a reminder. Of what once was. What once was. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. Well, no Playboy... Well, you know, I'm not going to make any guarantees one way or the other, but probably no Playboy bunnies at Design Con, Designer Con. Yeah. But um, a lot of cool stuff. A lot of really, really cool stuff. Um, a lot of people in town, and um, LA Times just did a write-up on it, so... Oh, badass. Okay, we'll have a link to that on the site. Legit. It's legit, kid. So come on by, say hello. Um, you know, T.I. Lisa might be there when you come by. If right. not, you know, if you want to do a drop for the nerd out, I'll be more than happy to do yes. that. Take a picture. Please do a drop for the nerd out. We would love that. That would be great. And then, um... The more, the more unknown and obscure you are, the better. Yeah. If you're in a costume, (laughs) I'd love to take a picture with you. Um, though a lot of people don't come in costumes, though. But who's to say? Maybe it changes. Because it's a lot bigger this year. And can people, um, take a picture with your check the tech subject, your handy hand truck? Well, yes, Lisa Jenkins. (laughs) Thank you for mentioning. Um, last episode, uh, for the check the tech, I talk about, uh, more of an analog type stuff. Um, my handy truck that I love that's you can fold in, fold out. It's over it's over here somewhere. Right. And uh, so you can look at it, peruse while you're here. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it'll be in action. I could show it to you, demonstrate it. <laughs> you can do fold it. Fold and fold it. <laughs> like do all kinds of stuff for it. Like and then, you know, it's only twenty five ninety six. Home depot dot com. Pretty badass. <laughs> Um, and then the other thing that we want to kind of remind people about real quick and have Ritzy talk about is her adventure to, um, the Thailand, Burmese, Myanmar border. Yes. Uh, and do you want to give a little, little shout about that? Yes. Um, I went into like crazy detail last episode, but just to, um, let you guys know the... Um, if you don't go to our show notes, uh, just remember this qr.net slash army of snipers. Again, that's qr.net slash army of snipers. Um, it's about 12 of us, um, artists, um, going over to the Thai Burma border where we're going to be, um, conducting workshops and collaborations with refugee, uh, different refugee schools with the different, um, kids there. And we have launched a Kickstarter page where you get amazing incentives from 10, a pledge of $10 and up. You can get, uh, custom prints, custom paintings, custom vinyl figures, uh, DVD, DVD packages, um, a t-shirt. That's what I got. A t-shirt. Exactly. Cause she's awesome. She supports. And, um, yeah, and we're, you know, we have until November 20th, days that as of this recording is the 3rd of November, to, to reach our goal. And if you could help us do that, that will be amazing. It's, uh, the proceeds go to help us with supplies, airfare, um, everything we need over there. Plus, it's going to be a documentary. Um, there'll be updates, and then you'll be get, able to see the, you know, 
the whole entire trip. So please make sure to go and spread the word and support and pledge qr.net slash army of snipers. Appreciate it, nerds. Yeah, and if you mention it, or if you email us, or post or whatever, we'll totally give you shout-outs on the Nerd Out, too. Yeah, thank you so much. That will be great. And then, also, if you guys are, anyone that's listening to this, coming to Decon, and you just, like, don't want to go through the hassle of going through it, whatever, more than happy to take donations for yes. our trip there. We'll have, um, you know, all the, almost everyone except the the filmmaker Daniel Zana is going to be at Designer Con. So we'll be, you know, going around, talking to everyone about it and accepting donations. So if you want to spread the word, we would really, really appreciate it. It's a really good cause. You get something out of it. Kids get something out of it. I mean, it's a win-win. Yeah. And it's easy because people are going to take your money. You can give it however you want. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Nice. Well, um, <clears throat> before I move on to the next thing, I'm totally going to violate um, probably every rule of podcasting <laughs> or radio. I really want to have this Tootsie Pop, and it's making a big noise <laughs> trying to get at it. She has like, every flavor. Yeah. Um, we don't normally record together, which is kind of a bummer because it's fun, but it's just more convenient to do it apart. Yeah. And uh, I'm, at, I'm at Ritzy's, and she has, like, mega leftover Tootsie Pops. Yeah, because no <laughs> kids every, came. Every flavor. And so I have been through all of them to decide which is my favorite. We're about to do chocolate. That's my final one. I'll be sure to report back to you when I finished this. Um, and I was also fascinated because the very first um, wrapper that I opened up had an Indian shooting a star on it. And I was like, oh my God, when I was a kid growing up, if you got the one that had the Indian with the star on it, you got a free Tootsie Pop. And she was like, I have never heard of that. And I was like, no, dude, it's totally a thing. And so I looked it up online, urban legend. <laughs> And that's not fair because I found out about this when I was like a little kid and we were nowhere near urban. So I guess it's a country legend too. Lame. Suburban? Suburban legend? It was it was pre-suburban. It was like on my grandparents' farm, I remember we would be obsessed with us. Because I've never, never even heard of that at all. So Maybe it's a regional thing. I don't know. But we were both from San Diego. Yeah, but I grew oh, up in Washington. Oh, but you were in the nice area. No, I grew up partly in Washington. <laughs> in a tiny apartment in the nice area. Um, but my fa- like I, my first few years were in Washington, and that's where I remember it. Out in the country. Oh, out in the sticks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sometime we'll do, like, country, nerd, nerding out about country stuff sometime. Yeah, I could totally that, do that. Yeah, that's I'm not, we'll have thing. to think about that one. Yeah. Um, so, I continue to not see any movies. So I'm happy to just talk about TV right now. Yeah, I'd, I don't think I've seen... I have seen, but not, nothing really worth to mention. So let's yeah, let's keep it moving. TVs. Let's TV. talk about what happened to you. I hurt my back. I don't know how. I don't know why. Just all of a sudden, it hurt, and I ended up uh, under the advisement of all of my friends, uh, who I like to refer to as Doctor in their last name. <laughs> um, so let's just say Doctor G, Doctor B, and a couple other ones, Doctor S. We're all very concerned about me and insisting that I lay in bed for days and take the muscle relaxants they gave me, which was cool. <laughs> um, and I like to refer to that time as the great lay-in. Oh. That was about four days uh, last weekend. And I watched so much TV. I had a, an entirely full DVR that now has like 25, now it's 25% full. <laughs> so a lot. Uh, I caught up on multiple episodes of the following Castle, The Mentalist, Doctor Who, still first season. I know I'm a latecomer. 
Uh, the Walking Dead, two episodes. American Horror Story, all the episodes. Uh, Entourage, the final of the fourth season. Wow. Uh, Terra Nova, like five episodes. Tosh.0, who always makes me laugh. Yeah, he's great. Because I like laughing at people, as yeah, does he. he. He loves it. Um, so I feel like I am fully up to speed on a great deal of pop culture television. And I haven't seen it, so what is your opinion on the American Horror Story? I think that you need to see this because I think that you will dig it. It's, I mean, okay, it's it's not great. It's good. It kind of reminds me of, like, Twin Peaksy weirdness, but with kind of, like, a little more pop culture, almost, like, salt, soapy, pulpy kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Um, like a, you know, primetime drama, like a more stereotypical. And, uh, I mean, it's just, it's weird. I'm totally confused. Watching the first couple of episodes, like, out of my mind on Soma's was probably not the best way to, like, <laughs> introduce myself, because I was all, what? <laughs> um, but it was, it was really, really good. Another friend of mine watched it, and he's kind of obsessed, and he's pretty discerning. He doesn't watch much TV. So I think that you should check it out. And if anybody watching it checks it out, you should give us a holler and let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's just... I don't know. It's another one that I don't think, like, really does anything for me. Like, I really want to watch it. But uh, I'll give it a try. That's how I felt. I'll give it a try. Yeah. I would give it... I would watch the first two. And if you're intrigued, continue. And if you're not, fuck it. Yeah. Flip a table over, walk out. Got it. And then, uh, I guess you're really putting a great effort into Terra Nova. I am. I feel like I'm, uh... I feel like I'm really... Really taking one for the team, almost. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Jurassic Park meets a soap opera, I guess. I think the special effects, oh, it's like Land of the Lost to me. Like, the special (laughs) effects, they're not, they're still to this day, I mean, if you go back and watch Jurassic Park, those special effects are still pretty badass. And what's amazing is that, gosh, what is it, like, eight years, ten years later? Like, however much later, after Jurassic Park, same director, same producer, like, all that sort of stuff... The special effects are, I know it's a TV budget, but maybe not quite as good. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of, that's kind of amazing. Um, <laughs> so, you know, there's a little bit of dinosaurs chasing you around. So far, they're really just more kind of plot devices. I mean, what else are they going to be anyway? Yeah. Um, it's sort of like a dystopian, futuristic, end of the world kind of deal. Um you know, and then they, the twist is, but people can go back in time and live with dinosaurs instead. <laughs> so it's, I don't know. It's, I'll give it a few more episodes before it gets the flush. <laughs> I think you should cut your losses. <laughs> I mean, you have, this time is precious right here, kids. There's mm-hmm. a lot of great TVs and movies on Netflix and Hulu plus and all that stuff to watch. It's true. I think you should cut your losses and just give in and finally watch the first episode of the misfits um yes you know i actually did what was it falling skies i recorded that whole season with yeah. the aliens and the noah wiley and the whatever yeah and i had one of those moments where <laughs> i was looking i was like god my dvr is really full this is you know four months ago or whatever and i was like my dvr is really full i was all Mm, if it's that good, I'll hear about it, and I can pick it up on Netflix. Exactly. And I, you're right. I should probably do this with Terra Nova because you love the Misfits, and they just started up again. And I feel like now I feel like okay, I, I keep like you know building it up. 
But I, I, it really holds up. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, Terranova, you're not selling me. You're mar- you need to work on your marketing because you're like, you know, it's not the greatest, but, you I'm know, give it, it a try. Real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Misfits, like, it just came back on um, Sunday, the 30th, and I was a little worried because, one of the, spoiler alert, one of the main characters, Nathan, he's no longer on the show, but, you know, they gave an eight-minute online kind of like, you know... Uh, featurette to show what happened to his character so you know you're not you just don't come back and like oh what the fuck happened to nathan um which that was pretty good and then you you know is are you going to be giving something away if you if we find out what the fuck happened to nathan yeah okay yeah definitely all right um why did the actor did the actor not want to come back um i saw some interviews and i think it's because he he was doing a movie or something that conflicted Mm. Okay. And I think he had to, like, make a choice. Or maybe he's on another series or something like that. That um, sucks having to make that decision. Yeah, because it's a, a really, really good show. But anyways, the the, the premiere was held up, you know? I, I missed him a little bit, but the new character kind of took, you know... We'll see. But so far, the first first episode, I think what they've done so far is really amazing. So anyone out there watches Misfits, I want to, you know, want to know what you think of the season premiere, if it did anything for you, because... I was excited. I was like, no way, yes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I need to figure out how I can watch it without buying Hulu Plus. Maybe I'll share the alternative. Maybe maybe we'll conspire (laughs) with the alternative methods. (laughs) Okay, yeah, I know. I really, you're probably right. I should kick turn over to the curb. If it's that good, I'll hear about it. And. Pick it up on Netflix later. Yeah, like Misfits, we're on season three, so like you, if you pick, if you pick it up, you like it, boom, you can race through, and then kind of catch up. Mm-hmm. And you know, it's it's like that though. It was like I wanted to keep watching it, mm-hmm. so it was really good. Okay. Um, and you have sad news about another TV show that you were into. How to be a gentleman, dude. I was totally excited about that. Talking about it, like the last episode, uh, that one of the producers of. Um, Philadelphia. Always sunny in. Always sunny in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it got the axe. At first it got the kiss of death where they moved it to Saturday nights. Oh. Yeah, I'm familiar with the, <laughs> um, the nerd show Friday Night Slot of Death, which is where they move all nerdy cerebral shows. And I think that it's because, and perhaps accurately, they believe that nerds are at home on Friday nights yeah. and that they'll watch them then. And then this was worse because I think it was like Saturday night. That's even worse. That's even worse. And so it made it three episodes, and they were like, they know they're like, let's not even play the rest of it. They're like, let's they're cut it. D U N done. <laughs> Which is really unfortunate, and it's kind of like since um, Kevin Dillon's in it, you know, drama from Entourage is kind of mm-hmm. like in real life, you can't get a break. Your show got canceled. <laughs> wow, <laughs> art imitating life, imitating art. Yeah, it's crazy. But it, I thought it really had really good potential. I don't know, maybe whatever. But too bad. So another bite of dust, Dunzo. <laughs> um, Sorry. And then, um, real quick, not to waste time. Just I'm gonna admit it out here <laughs> into the void. Maybe I'll be shamed into not watching anymore. But uh, not my by gu- me. <laughs> my guilty pleasure is the only way is Essex. The BBC kind of like Jersey Shore version of posh, really retardedly dumb kids um, that are really not kids. They're like, you know. 20s, early 20s. They're like 20 and some are like in their 30s. And then like the guy's dad is like, it's just like some of them are just ridiculously dumb. Um, 
but I can't, I can't, I can't help it. And I start saying the stupid word ream, R-E-M-M, just to myself though, because I talk to myself out loud. But we don't know what it means. But it me- it means like, like he was in his little car and he found this awesome parking space and he parks, he goes, he goes, looks back, he goes, ream. And then like the girl was like, what do you think of Mario? You think he's cute? Oh, he's definitely ream. But is it like, is that like, like, what are they getting it from? I don't know. I, I don't need know. to know the entomology yeah, of this Yeah, I want to know, like, is it something the kids actually are saying in Essex, or is it something that this airhead party promoter on the show made up? Like, is it like GTL? Like, do, you know, people right. actually say it, and, but it, or right. do they like, make it Right, like, is it an acronym for something? Yeah, like, you or know is what? it like, reaming you the fuck out because I'm yeah, such a like, winner? Like, I don't know, but it's funny. <laughs> And they also got me, like, they'll be like, oh, that is so ream. And then they'll show something, they'll be like, show you something, they'll be like, what are you saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm trying to watch, like, I'm probably watch 20 minutes of it. But it disturbed me um, on a fairly deep level, not because of the content, because I gleefully embraced Jersey Shore. Um, but I never could get into Laguna Beach in the hills because I was never sure if it was scripted or fake or real. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, and, and it, it has that, like, I, I fully believe that the people on Jersey Shore have the IQ of a mollusk. And, like, I believe that shit, totally. Yeah. I'm sure that there's producers, like, stirring the pot behind the scenes. Yeah. But, and, like, plying them with alcohol. <laughs> but for for other stuff, I'm like, these people seem so unselfconscious in front of a camera that it almost seems like they know what they're supposed to say. And it, it's some of it's, it like that. It, it, it starts seems off like weird. Every episode starts off with like this announcer chick, right? And she was like, um, you know, the following contains fake tan, fake boobs, blah 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 blah. But the people are real. Some situations are made up for your entertainment, like you know. Mm-hmm. So there's some re- reality plus some scripted. Some like you know, situations made because they know it's drama. Right. And I'm like, I'm not going to watch this shit. I, I ended up watching it while I was doing dishes. And then I was just like, what? And now, like, I kind of care. It's just so stupid and just a nice, maybe it's a nice break from my brain, you know? Mm-hmm. It's another thing yes. that I can watch, I, I listen to and watch while I work. That's good entertainment. Yeah, you know, it's like brainless, like, and they're so stupid that I'm just like, are you serious? Like, the things that they say. They went to camping Glamping, that's what they call it, right? Glamping. They went glamping, and they're like, you know, there's no toilets once you dig a hole, the two dudes. One, <laughs> one's a gay 17-year-old dude, and the other one's, he's, I think he's going to come out of the closet soon. So mm-hmm. they're trying to dig a hole by getting a stick and banging the dirt. <laughs> like, that's not going to work, is it? <laughs> I'm just like, are you fucking serious? And then like, Aww. just ridiculous stuff. Well, anyways, we already spent way too much time talking about this. So the only way is S six. So rhyme, honey. So rhyme, honey. <laughs> um, and we continue to watch The Walking Dead, which uh, so I fucking am, stressful. I it's really stressful. Not only is it really stressful, but I was actually eating dinner while I was watching <laughs> the last one. And I was, I had to set it aside. I was like, I can't eat and watch no. this at the same time. No. Isn't it? Which is weird. I can, I can generally, I've got no problems eating. Yeah. I think you can't, I've noticed that for us, I, my, uh, Miosito and I, we can't, we can't watch it while we're watching Walking Dead and we can't watch it while we're watching, um, uh, what's that one? The restaurant. Oh. 
kitchen nightmares. I was going to say, yeah, like restaurants. there'll be like rats and like, oh, yeah. you know. Gross. Like no way. cockroaches and shit where they're like, oh, let's turn this off. So. Whereas I love to eat and watch Top Chef. Yeah, because it's good. It's quality. And I'm, all, like, I'm hungry. Yeah, let's think about food yeah, right now. But Kitchen Nightmares and Walking Dead, man, it, it's not a good move. But um, and then uh, have you been able to catch uh, Chris Hardwick on the Talking Dead, that the live show that's right after? I have not. Although after looking at some of the things that we're going to talk about this for this podcast. I'm beginning to think that our episode name is going to have to be Chris Hardwick. We have a hard on for you. Yeah, totally. Like (laughs) my shit's sticking out. Like it's, it's really, I, you know, it's been, it's been nothing. He's like, in the in yeah, the street, all in the of a sudden, like on, like just everywhere, everywhere. He's everywhere. And on the podcast, he's on like he's on Wired on the blog. He's on the you know, Talking Dead. Like he's hosting, you know, moderating panels. I don't know. It's too much. It's awesome though. Yeah, and I haven't been I haven't been getting sick of him. But it's been Chris Hardwick week over here. It's totally, I totally at my cost, at my cost too. <laughs> you know, but the Talking Dead. I so, checked out one. The, this yeah, last what one. happens on it? Live and have like different guests. Like he had, um, what's his name from Napoleon Dynamite, the lead actor Napoleon. Yeah, Peter. <laughs> had her, I, I'm really bad with names. Um, him and some other chick on there, and then they kind of just talk about the episode because they literally just saw it. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, so well, they what have random th- special guests. Yeah, and they'll be like, what do you think? And then the cool thing about it is that they'll have like a, I don't know, they have it every time, but this last one they had. Um, home girl, I forget her name. She's executive, one of the executive producers. And mm-hmm. then they had a little, she, you know, he was like trying to get some information from her. And then she kind of had a little insight. And then he had like, she had like a clip, upcoming clip. Ooh, okay. And so it's quick as I think it's like 15, 20 minutes oh, at most. Cool. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched it because I'm like, oh God, do I really want to listen to an hour of this? No, it's like, it's really short, live. And um, he does a, I think he does a really great job because he's like a nerd. So. Speaking of, um, I'm about to uh, blow your mind. Are you ready? I'm ready. I have never seen Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, yeah. We talked about this <laughs> shit. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It, it, yeah. that you have, I think you're blowing. Yeah. You yeah. blow my mind. And that, that's that's one that people are always like, what? How can you not have seen Napoleon Dynamite? Yeah. I get that a lot. That and the fact that you've never seen Big Bang Theory. But that kind of has a root to it since you don't really watch Mm-hmm. Like sitcoms. sitcoms and stuff, but I think though because you liked it so much, I like when I'm changing channels or something and it's on, like I'll watch a bit of it. Yeah, but I think you have to watch from beginning to understand, like where mm-hmm. you know. But it's great, it's great. But uh, yeah, Chris Hardwick. Oh, one thing that I haven't seen, I don't think you've seen, is the Zombies: A Living History that was on History Channel a couple of weeks ago. No, um, Mr. Shane Jessup told me about it. Um, I think he recorded it. I don't haven't talked to him about it, but uh, yeah, I want to see, want to see what he's talking about. Some new stuff. So and it already broadcast. It already broadcast. Yeah, zombies, a living history. We'll have a link to it on the mm. History Channel. That's cool. I'm gonna have to watch that. So definitely have to watch that and see what that's talking about. <laughs> zombies, a living history. Get it? Uh. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> um. So while we're on the topic of Chris Hardwick, there was a really nice article that he wrote in Wired, the most recent Wired magazine. Um, many of you who are our age-ish will remember Chris Hardwick from the MTV game show. It was singled out. Singled out. It, yeah. Was it like the first MTV game show? It was 
had to have been, it was certainly one of the first non-music video programming things that It wasn't MTV the first. Did. I think Remote Control was the first. Yeah. But it was like... It was like... It was one of the... Right after, the, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Right in the early days of MTV doing more than, than music videos. And then this article is really interesting. It was all about how he basically <laughs> turned in... He, what was he? There, he was the punchline for some joke... On like a, oh, on the Howard Stern show or something. Uh, it was on the John Stewart show. Yes. It was like his, um, like Jenny McCarthy was on or something. Yeah. And they like made some joke about how the, like, oh, what's he up to? And John Stewart was like, oh, he pour, he fetches coffee for people yeah, here. Yeah. Like he works here. And then she's like, really? He totally works here. He's like, yeah, he, he, he gets coffee. And he was apparently like watching TV drunk in his underwear and was like, I need, <laughs> to, get, I need to get my shit together. <laughs> So, um, he's actually a super big nerd. It was a really interesting, um, story that it made me go and download a number of the podcasts from his nerdist network that he does. That's super cool. And I haven't had a chance really to check them out, but I know that you have. Yeah. It's funny cause you were reading that when you didn't even know that I was mm-hmm. looking more into the nerdist and stuff. And I listened to the Ben Folds episode uh the episode where it's him moderating the big bang theory panel that we weren't able to go to at comic-con and then just a regular episode just to see what the dynamic was and everything um and it's great i i recommend um there's so many um i have uh, downloaded the kevin smith one i think there's rob zombie zach galifianakis and i think even checking out ones that don't have special guests you know it's it's good banter. It's um, he has one with Nathan Fillion, yeah, my future husband, and then some of the other podcasts that they have underneath the Nerdist umbrella is um, Sex Nerd Sandra, which oh, I yeah. have every intention have, yeah, of checking out for sure. And then there is the other one that's like oh the indoor kids, which is like a lot of video games and gaming and yeah. culture around that. Yeah, um, good stuff. It's good stuff, and his article's really good. I think it's actually an excerpt from his book that he came out with. Wow. And, um... He got busy. I sent this to my boyfriend so that he'd have a little more understanding of, like, where I come from on the nerd side, you know? Is he not a big nerd about anything? No. Uh, not really. Music. Yeah, but not even that. Like, I don't know. He's kind of just like, whatever. Okay. But this line, I think really made a lot of sense it says because there is a tremendous and fulfilling sense of control and understanding every single detail of a thing more than any other living creature mm-hmm. that's like that's us like that's i watch a, a show nerd. because the interwebs like what is it i want to know who wrote it who co-produced it blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who are the people who are in it what else have they been on it's on imdb <laughs> yeah. wait okay no spoilers but what are the what do they call them not flukes but, like, mistakes that they made, I become <laughs> yeah. obsessed with those. Um, yeah, you have to know every last detail about it. Yeah, and it, it made a lot of sense. And just his whole little story of how he went through, like, you know, trying to get on the comeback. And I was a comeback kid. It's really great. So. Cool. Um, well, I feel like this is maybe a good time to take a quick break and um, just let everyone know that I have now finished all of the different flavors <laughs> of the Tootsie Pops. I think that cherry is a clear winner. Cherry. I think um, so, too. Grape is a pretty curve. strong second. Mm-hmm. That's orange, my order. Orange and chocolate. I could do, kick those out of the curb. Yeah, kind of neck and neck, bringing up the back of the pack. I'm not, yeah. sometimes I was like, mm, chocolate is kind of like the chocolate is good with the chewy. 
But no, yeah, it's too much. It's kind of too much. To bring so, the yeah. team down. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. Cherry. <laughs> yeah, Cherry's the winner. Clear winner. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Thank you for letting me share that with all of you. <laughs> so what about? Let's get into the zombie apocalypse. The first. 5K zombie run went down in Baltimore. The run for your lives that we've been talking so much about. Yeah, and there's lots of video online, like <laughs> people who what, like taped or fastened video cameras to their heads or chests. Yeah, and did the whole the did the whole race. So, like, I found this video, two video links that we'll post. One is that dude um, where he's like going, and it's like the POV right point of view. And he's going in the, in the beginning of the of the race at the um, I forget the three minute mark. He's going over those haystack steps, mm-hmm. and when he gets to the other side, it's just filled with zombies, right? So on his part, he's like you know juking them and everything, and and he he, he makes it through. But then there's someone else that's a spectator on the other side of the haystack. <laughs> Did you see that video? Yes. That's hilarious because he's like filming it. It's just quiet, just the zombies on the other side of the haystack. And then when the runners come over, then it's just all oh, chaos. <laughs> People lolling and rolling. Totally. A lot of fallers, a lot of trippers. Like, and it, it makes you think. I'm like, shit, maybe you do fall and trip when you get scared and zombies are there. It's amazing. Fact. You have to watch it. It's so it was. great. It will not surprise you to learn that I watched all, like, 50 minutes. <laughs> Of the guy running. Really? I couldn't even Oh, I watched every last minute of it, like, (laughs) obsessed. And I learned some interesting things about it. Um, What I thought was interesting is on occasion they would split people, um, like, like there was the water obstacle. Uh So it would be like, you know, do you want to cross the water where there's like a couple zombies or do you want to take this path that goes into the woods and probably takes longer? Mm. And I, you know, they took the path and I was like, mm, I'm just thinking psychologically you take the water because they're going to try to scare you away from that early <laughs> on. And they're going to like stock that with like a water course and zombies. And once you get past that, man, you're like way closer. Yeah. So I was like, I totally would have braved it with the, with the water, <laughs> but the whole thing freaked me out. They do move pretty slowly. Um, like they aren't running after you, but they jump out at you. Yeah, so that startles you. And like some of the like climbing over the ropes and stuff like that with them underneath you trying oh, to grab. No, <laughs> that's I'm sweating. I'm sweating. <laughs> but I saw like you know on the Facebook page the people that ma- were in the first like heats of of going through they made it and they're like oh there's some glitches but it was fun but then the people there's some people that didn't get to run because it got too late um it took them like two to three hours to get from the parking in the shuttles to the actual beginning of the race and they're like cursing and cussing on the things so and like fuck this shit blah, blah. but it was their first one so hopefully they'll get better by the time they get a year after and they get to our area. And it looked like a lot of people, even if if only some of them got to run. Yeah. Like, each of the waves that they had of people, like, the waves had to have had 30, 40 people in each one. Yeah. And, like, you could kind of tell with the guy with the camera that we followed, like, he'd slow down. He's with the girl, like, maybe his girlfriend or something. Oh, yeah. And she's, like, sprightly, like, in yeah. front of him, and he's all... <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, but, like, periodically they're sort of passed by a wave of people, and I'm like, oh, those must be, like, the front runners from the, the, the next, yeah. Yeah. But then the other thing that I thought was really fascinating that, that 
you begin to see a little bit of the kind of psychology of, um, of like how do people behave in those situations? Yeah. Like at certain times you see groups of people cluster up <laughs> yeah. and then it's like, okay, either they'll all try to like plow through the zombies together <laughs> Or at one point, the guy with the camera that we watch, he's he's like, okay, you guys go this way. I'm going to, like, flag out to the right and see if I can, like, pull them off. Oh. And then he did that, and he got, they grabbed one of his flags. Uh, but Did he like, make it through? Yeah, he made it through. But he lost a flag right there, and I was like, see, Took then people, the people take one for the team. Wow. I also noticed, like, some like someone in front of him, maybe his girl or someone else, like, they kind of moved the flags yeah, front and back, like when they got into that narrow path in the yeah. woods and stuff. Yeah, I was. I figured that that was probably a really good strategy, especially if you were a guy, because there's got to be some sort of psychology with the with your fellow male zombies. Like, like not gonna I ain't reach gra- for the package. I ain't grabbing for that junk. Yeah. Or like, you know, I don't want to touch his ass or whatever might be going. So it's all, mm, psychologically, that could work. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't think that that's how the zombie apocalypse is going to end up going down. No, not at all. But I think that the way that it goes down is probably going to be flag free. <laughs> totally. It's going to be all about the brain. They don't, they don't mind. They don't mind biting the junk. No. If it's no, they'll be like, mouth. junk, whatever. As long as it has pulsing blood. Yeah. Well, the good news is we talked to uh, and we met up with some very lovely folks from the zombie response team. The ZRT. ZRT. <laughs> they gave us cool bracelets and t-shirts. Yeah, awesome. Um, Thank you. They, yeah, they were awesome. They were doing a road trip through town. We recorded a short interview with them, which we will have up for our next podcast. Yes. Yeah. They were awesome. Hello, they were super. Hello. They were badass. <laughs> um, and the one final thing I wanted to talk about is in case anyone out there is not listening to your Heard Show, and you should. Yay. It's sort of the sister podcast to this one. <laughs> um, held together by Ritzy Periwinkle. <laughs> uh, I, you know, kind of listened to it when it first started, and I was like, this is cool, but I don't really know what they're talking about. <laughs> And I just had a bunch of them loaded up on my iPod and was cruising around town and doing a lot of driving and checking them out and developed a kind of ignorant yet very sincere and excited appreciation (laughs) for them. So I think that even if you don't know all that much about kind of the vinyl toy, street art, um, cool, like kind of not fringe but like kind of underground scene that this is a either a fun place to learn about it or even just to listen because they are pretty funny (laughs) and like i listen to it and i'm like (laughs) i listen to it and i'm all like somebody will say something and i'm like kind of put it on pause and i'll like try out saying it and i'm like no you sound like (laughs) you sound like nightmare white girl trying to say that i'm all yo what up But I'm like, dude, I'm gonna record. I'm gonna start dropping some of that stuff into my normal conversation, and people are gonna be like, "Lisa's the coolest person I I know." (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) So I'm a. I totally love it. Yay. B. You should listen to it and love it. And C. There, all of those folks are gonna be at Designer Con this weekend. So I'm excited. I get to meet Shane and Kano. Yeah, yeah. You haven't met them. Mm -mm. Yeah, Mm -mm. that would be great. Thank you so much for you know. Yeah. For the nice plug and the love on, on the nerd out. Some nerd love for your totally. show. Totally. A little nerd love. <laughs> and, you know, some people that listen to the nerd out know about us because of your heard show. Because Mr. Shane Jessup 
plugged it for us. I saw that he did that on so that, Halloween. So that was very nice. And one of the people I wanted really quick to mention that listened to us is a podcast called Nerdlink. Okay. Instead of the E, it's a three. Okay. Um, John B. is, uh, is one of the hosts. And Johnny B. Good. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, listening to your podcast, it's like the You Heard Show and the Nerd Out mixed together what they talk about and it's like you know people that are in the scene on the other end who collect and that are fans and oh i love that so yeah and so like they were talking about the 5k and i was like you know i go it's really like really mixed you know talk about the releases in new york comic-con and who they collect and all that stuff like that and walking dead so it's a nice little mix. I have to check that out and we'll have just, a link to that yeah and they just started and you know they said that they listened to us as well so thank you very much oh yes thank you we're probably like what, 15 listeners by now? I think maybe 16 now. Whoa. But... The mind boggles. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I guess on our way out, let's just um, congratulate ourselves on, on the on the double double on, yes. on the double digits. I think it was a perfect 10. <laughs> <laughs> Stoops, I say. Stoops. <laughs> well, thanks everybody for joining us. Uh... Please check us out on iTunes if you don't already. Uh, leave us a nice message. Tell everyone how cool we are. Um, do it a little more stealthily, perhaps, than uh, Glitzy Z <laughs> posted on there saying, like, oh, my God, I totally love this podcast. These girls are great. And then um, even though she said it was Glitzy Z, her, uh, her iTunes account is Ritzy P. <laughs> Cover blown, kids. Cover blown. Cover blown. <laughs> I tried, I tried, I tried to be cute, but... But yeah, we do love to hear from you guys, so um, give us a shout, and we'll talk at you soon. Yeah. Peace out, nerds.